Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I am very excited to chat with you guys today about your thoughts and how to reframe your thoughts when you are healing your relationship with food and wanting to stop binge eating. So I actually just as a snack, I had one of my favorite, very simple, simple, simple snacks is um, nut butter and an apple. I don't know if you guys love this combination, but it is one of my favorites. Um, I just bought this new nut and seed butter um, from Costco. And it just has, I think like, I think it's almond butter and there's like chia seeds in it or whatever. Um, It is so good. And I still love my almond butter, um, but it's just, I just kind of wanted to shake things up a little bit. So I had this snack, peanut, uh, this nut and seed butter with some apple. And it's so crazy because I used to have these negative diet culture thoughts around both of these foods. I used to be so terrified of peanut butter, almond butter, any type of nut butter. I used to be so scared of the calories. I was told like, you know, that's so high in fat. Like those are so high in calories. Even, um, any type of nut, like almonds, I used to be scared of, cashews, walnuts, right? Because everyone always would say, oh, you better not eat too much of that because there's so many calories, right? And I'm sure you probably had these thoughts or maybe you've had other people tell you like, well, make sure you don't have too many almonds or you can only have 10, right? Like I remember being on a meal plan and only having like, I think it was like 10 or 15 almonds on my plan. So I literally would feel so guilty if I had more than 10 or 15 almonds. So anyways, I had this snack. It was nut and seed butter with an apple. And I was just like thinking back to like the old diet culture thoughts that I used to have. And it was always like, you know, again, like too many calories, like you shouldn't be eating this, like you don't need all these calories. Like those were the negative thoughts. And same with an apple. I literally used to be terrified of like eating an apple because I'm like, oh, it's too high in sugar. Like these little crazy dioculture thoughts in our mind. And so what is really, really helpful is to reframe your diet culture thoughts, because if you constantly think a thought over and over and over again, guess what? It becomes a belief. The thoughts that you repeat to yourself over and over and over again turn into a belief. And a belief is just a thought that you've repeated so many times, but it 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 feels legit. It feels like this is the only truth. So when you have these diet culture thoughts, the reason why 
it feels like these thoughts are so true is just because you've repeated them so many times or you've heard them from other people so many times. So you have either said to yourself so many times like, oh, you shouldn't be eating this because it's too high in sugar. Well, that's a thought. And the more times you tell yourself you shouldn't be eating this because it's high in sugar, then the more it gets ingrained into your brain as a belief. If you've heard other people say, oh, you better not have too much almond butter or you you better only have one tablespoon of peanut butter, right? Then you take that thought on as truth because you've repeated it. You've heard it so many times. You've repeated these thoughts over and over and over again. So the way that we start changing these beliefs is we have to start changing our thoughts. So how can you start reframing your thoughts? What I always like to tell my clients is, When you have a thought, you can ask yourself what is actually true and what's not true. So for example, if you are thinking about an apple and you're like, oh my gosh, I probably shouldn't be eating this because it has too many carbs, right? And oh, it gets too high in sugar. Let's just say you have this thought about an apple. So what is true about this apple? What is true about this thought? What's true is an apple has carbs. Like that is true, right? That, that's a true, that's, that's a fact. But what's not true? What's not true is you shouldn't be eating carbs. What's not true is eating an apple is bad. What's not true is you shouldn't have sugar, right? So it's like you start to really see like, oh, wait, maybe a lot of the thoughts that I'm actually thinking are not actually true. It only feels true because it's turned into a belief. I've only repeated these thoughts so many times in my mind that now it just feels like the truth. So I have this thought, I shouldn't have an apple because the carbs or the sugar or whatever it is, even if it's um, chocolate or whatever, whatever food item you have these thoughts with. Well, how do, how do you want to feel around this food? So instead of the thoughts of like, oh, it's too too high in carb, too high in sugar, how do you want to think about this food? Well, I want to think that it's super satisfying. Like I love peanut butter or almond butter or any type of nut butter with my with my apple. Like I want to say that like this is a really satisfying snack. How else do you want to think about this food? Well, it's nutritious. It tastes good. What other things do you want to think about this food? It's an apple. It's just the food. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just a food. So when we start kind of reframing these thoughts, we start to see like, oh, wait, there are other thoughts that I can be thinking instead of the ones that have just been ingrained into my mind through years and years and years and dieting. And it's so interesting when I'm working with my clients, they, when they tell me like these thoughts, I'm like, well, what do you think about this food? And then they start thinking, they start sharing these thoughts of like, oh, it's too high in carbs or, you know, it's too high in sugar or like it's a bad food. And then they're like, wait, like, I know that's not true. And sometimes just even speaking the thoughts that you think out loud, you're like, oh, wait, yeah, that's actually not even true. Like, I know that I know that's not true. But sometimes we need to speak them out loud because when we just think the thought, guess what? It's on autopilot. 
diet culture has ingrained these thoughts into your brain. So every time you see a particular food, you automatically think that thought that has become a belief. So this is a really powerful way to start shifting your thoughts. A thought comes in, right? Okay, wait, it, what's true and what's not true? What's true is this banana has carbs in it. What's not true is it's a bad food. What's not true is I shouldn't be eating it. What's not true is I'm bad for eating this. No, that's not true. And then how do you want to think about this food? I want to think that it's satisfying. I want to think that it's delicious. I want to think that it's, you know, it's it's so satisfying. And then also we can take it a step further. How do you want to feel? Some people tell me, yeah, but Lorna, like if I have, let's say peanut butter, I always binge on it. Okay, well, that's how you currently feel about this food. How do you want to feel? No, but Lorna, you don't understand. Like, I I always feel out of control. Okay, I get it. That's how you feel right now. But how do you want to feel? Well, I want to feel at peace. I want to feel calm around this food. So the way that you get to feel differently is by taking action. So a lot of people say, like, I want to feel in control, but I'm not going to allow myself to have it. I want to feel at peace with this food, but I got to keep it out of the house. That doesn't that doesn't build trust. That doesn't help you regain your control back. In order for you to feel a different way, you have to take a different result or sorry, a different action to get a different result. So if you take a different action of like, okay, maybe in the past I used to always spiral out of control with peanut butter, but now I'm going to try allowing myself to have it right? Because I, I want to feel differently. And then if you pair that with the new thoughts that you want to think about this food, that's going to really be supportive. So you're not just even just changing the behavior and doing something differently, but you're changing your thoughts around the food as well too. Because if you just change the behavior and you just, let's say you never allowed yourself to have peanut butter, let's say, and now you're allowing yourself to have peanut butter, but you haven't shifted the thoughts. You haven't reframed your thoughts from this is bad. I shouldn't be eating it. There's so many calories to this is satisfying. It's filling. You know, if you don't change your thoughts, but you're just trying to change your behavior, you're still going to spiral out of control. If I just, if you just always have this thought, of like, I'm going to binge on this food and you just try to have that food, you're going to binge on it. So you have to also change the thoughts. You got to change the thoughts and you got to change your behaviors because you can't just keep doing what you've always done. But also you can't just keep thinking the thoughts that you've always thought because they're not helpful. So, okay, I'm thinking these current thoughts, they're not very helpful. So how do I want to think about this food? How do I want to feel about this food instead? That is where the magic happens. Like this is where you start regaining your control back. This is where you start shifting your relationship with food. Healing your relationship with food is a lot about rewiring the brain, rewiring your behaviors with food, rewiring your thoughts around food, rewiring your behaviors around food. You can't do one without the other. You got to change your thoughts. You got to change your feelings and you got to change your behaviors. This all goes hand by hand. Your beliefs are a thought that have been repeated so many times. So you got to change your thoughts in order to change your beliefs. Now, what creates a thought? 
how we feel. How we feel impacts our thoughts. So we got to change our feelings if we want to change our thoughts. But what change, what, what impacts our feelings? Our actions. So we got to do a different action. You got to feel differently. You got to think differently. And as a result, the, the, the belief will change. You can't just change the behavior. Behavior change is very short term if you don't change the things that are actually leading up to the behavior, which is your beliefs. And again, a belief is just a thought that's been repeated so many times. You got to change your beliefs, you got to change your thoughts, and you got to change your feelings in order to change that result. If you always say to yourself, yeah, but this food I always binge on, you're going to binge on it because you have, you're not changing the thoughts. And the thoughts is what changes the behavior with food. So I, just, I, I really wanted to share this because, you know, I have so many people that I work with, even some clients, right? And it's like, I'm so scared to eat this food and it's okay to feel scared, right? It's okay to feel scared, but we have to do something different. We have to change our thoughts. We have to be willing to think differently and feel differently and try something different in order to feel and think differently and behave differently with food as well too, okay? I'm aware that food has become almost the only thing that comforts me when I'm sad or stressed. And and so what we can do is we can also reframe this thought. So we have this thought, right, of like food always comforts me, right? So what is true? Food, Food comforts us. That's true. But what's not true is food is the only way that I can feel better. What's not true is that I am not safe to feel through stress or sadness, right? So it's like when we really pull back the layers and it's like, oh, wait, okay, maybe it is true that food is comforting, but what is also true? What's also true is that I am safe to feel my emotions. What's also true is that I can get comfort in so many different ways. And if we don't feel like we can, then that's something that we need to work on as well too. Because there are so many ways, you guys, to experience pleasure, relief, and comfort. Food is not the only way. If food is the only source of joy in your life, if food is the only source of of comfort in your life, that's something obviously we need to to work through. But I think it starts with the thoughts. We have to remind ourselves that like, I am capable of dealing with stress. I I am capable of dealing with sadness. I am capable. Just because I have done this behavior, I turned to food every time I felt stressed. Just because I've done this behavior of turning to food every single time that I felt sad doesn't mean that it has to be my reality forever. Just like we re- we change the thoughts, we can also change our behaviors. But in order to change this behavior of no longer turning to food when we feel stressed or when we feel sad is we got to change our thoughts about how we feel about these emotions, right? Sadness is not a bad emotion. A lot of the times we want to run away, we want to numb, we want to escape when we feel sad or stressed because I can't handle this. Oh, I know the only thing that makes me feel better is food. But wait, what's not, what's what's true is other things make me feel, feel good, right? So what's true and what's not true that will really help to reframe the thoughts there, okay? So, Thank you guys for for being here. I just really wanted to share this. I 
think it's so beneficial and it's such a critical aspect when you are healing your relationship with food and wanting to stop binge eating to work on your thoughts, reframing your thoughts. The next time you go and you and you're, you know, you're craving a food item or you're eating something, maybe you start to feel guilty. Go through this exercise. What's true? What's not true? What are my current thoughts? And how do I, how do I want to shift these? What's a more empowering thought? How do I currently feel around this food? And how do I want to feel, right? This is what's going to create a massive change with your relationship with food. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys found this so incredibly helpful as always. Have the best day ever and we'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.